welcome to a bonus edition of Technical File, the sports podcast you never knew you needed. And it's your boy, T-I-M-K-I-N-Z, the number three, a.k.a. Ass Ketchum, a.k.a. Mr. Give It To Me. I'm happy y'all here on another day with us. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? It ain't the same day that we always hear. It's another day. Hello. <laughs> I'm the Eric J. Only known as? The Eric J. And I'm Camille Poingard of the crew, the real life Tifa Lockhart, the girl <laughs> next door. You know, holding it down for all the women who love sports. And it's your boy K. Harris, the gentleman. The gentleman. The everyday gentleman. 24-7. Well, better known as K. Diddy. Take that. Take that. Now, you might be wondering, what y'all, what y'all doing here? This ain't, this ain't the normal time we're supposed to be hearing from y'all, and you were right. But... We just finished watching Last Chance You, the basketball season, so we had to make a podcast about it because Last Chance You is just it's, it's entertaining TV, y'all. It's it really entertaining is. TV. It is. Definitely. So before we even start talking about it, because I saw Eric give the little, mm, like, watched it, okay, somewhat. Did everybody no, watch? It's made through seven and a half, well, six and a half episodes. <laughs> so I watched half. most of it. Okay. Okay. Um, you, yeah, you got, I watched the whole thing. Like, I was halfway Yeah, through I watched seven. it all, too. Okay, the last episode, yeah. You had to get listen. to that last episode here. Yeah, I'm gonna say, yeah. Yeah, you gotta get to that last episode. Like, are you okay? Don't worry about this? spoilers though. Like, y'all can. Okay, I was gonna say, we can we talk about everything? Is everybody on everybody on the tape? Okay, so we just have a conversation about it. So if you have not yet seen Last Chance You, the basketball season, and you want to be completely surprised when you watch it, turn this off now. Spoiler alert. Like, you, I'm telling you now, because don't get mad at us when you be sitting there like, oh, why'd you tell us how it ended? Because I might start with the ending at the beginning. I don't know where this conversation <laughs> exactly. is going to go, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so again, if you want to watch it all spoiler-free, this is your chance to turn back. You have been or, warned. Right, or if you're like Eric and you're like, I don't really care about spoilers. I just want to see if it sounds entertaining enough for me to watch. Continue on with this. Those who have Listen. seen it, come on, let's, let's go through this journey. So. Come on. The basketball season, last chance you, they are at uh, East Los Angeles College during the 2020 basketball season, ELAC, as they call themselves, which I'd be like, that. uh, that's not a, that don't sound great. ELAC, ELAC. The the commentary kept trying to make E-Rena a thing. It's like, right, like, no, man. I was like, who are you broadcasting to? It was like six people in the stands. (laughs) Maybe he was getting it as all though. He was going. He yeah, was he like, he, like that's why I was like, he was really good. I, I mean, I would take him on TNT broadcast over Marv Albert. I know that yeah, much. He was cold. <laughs> <laughs> At least he's watching the game and shit. <laughs> he knows he all the players. Say <laughs> he knew all the players, and that's at the JUCO level. That's some interesting. Like when they like, said some that, African uh, names. I was like, oh man, when he was like, uh, there's three A's of JUCO. You got academics. They're probably not too hot at the academics. You got mm-hmm. the athletics. They here just to try to get somewhere else. And then mm-hmm. you got a-holes because they all got something going on with them, which is why they're here. Yeah. It's why they're here. Which leads yeah, no, me, like, I just need to say real um, quick, Joe Hampton. Man, he, <laughs> boy. I, I, I really pray for him for real. Man, I was just Joe. like, yo, that man done been through some shit, yo. He's the, he put like himself through some shit. God. He ain't been through yeah, some shit. Yeah, okay, I'll give you that. <laughs> He is completely nice. the reason for all of his trouble. I give you that. Except for the injuries. Like, that's the only thing yeah, that works. I give you that. And yeah. even that was kind of like, I thought he was big as hell. Like, more than likely, if he was in shape, his yeah, knees would have held up a little bit better. He told him he was carrying too much weight. But you could tell he's nice. You could tell Joe was yeah. nice. Yeah. Talented yeah. as hell. Yeah. He held a talented. He said he was a hooper, not a basketball player. Yeah. yeah. And there's a difference. 
And there I was is. like, there is. Like, that's truly that's fair. There's <laughs> truly a difference <laughs> between being a hooper and yeah, just being basketball a basketball player. player. But no, Joe was, Joe had some challenges. And mm-hmm. I was sitting there, like, I was type, like texting these dudes, like, Joe's a terrible teammate, fam. <laughs> like, he'd be on the bench. He'd be on the bench talking about his teammates. Bro, like, he bring not down big shit. Big shit in their face. Now, bitch ass nigga, sit down. Like, damn. Whole <laughs> <laughs> oh, ass nigga can't even get a bucket. Fuck off, nigga. Like, this nigga garbage. Me. How you starting over me? Like, exactly. oh, me, coach. Over <laughs> <laughs> me. They're not giving me the ball. Give me the ball. We're going to win. And Look what happened he... when y'all stop giving me the ball. <laughs> and then when he in the game and he's not getting the ball, he's like, I'm going to follow load on purpose. When he said that, I was like, this. Yeah, I was like, this nigga here, bro. This thing is, oh, I'm gonna foul out. I don't want to play. I'm gonna I don't even want to play no more. He go to locker room, pout a little bit. He was their emotional spark, though. Like, he literally, like, he had so much gravity about yeah. him for that team. Like, not just because they, they respected his talent. Because everybody knows. I was gonna say, because the most talent. He had that pedigree. Yeah. yeah. And, but he came with the world and all the anger yeah. <laughs> that he came with. Every from like one second to the next, he's smiling and chit chatting with Malik. For one second, and the next second, he blowing up on a coach on the sideline. Like, dog, yeah. it was like the the swings were yeah. were really really great. And that's one thing I think that's different too with basketball over football. Like you're seeing them like a lot closer because there's no mm-hmm. helmets, there's no pads, there's no nothing. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I guess that's the thing. Like for me, with the way that they coach them, it's like. You know, we need. There was one point where somebody was like, "We need you to be a little bit less emotionally unstable." It's like y'all need to get him a shrink. Like he's yeah, a psychiatrist. Right. Like that's not just like something that he can control. It's not yeah, just something exactly. he can turn on and off. Like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna not be crazy today. Like, no, he <laughs> need. Like, you need to get him some help. Like, yeah. it's not about. You no, know, like his personal accountability. Like, yeah, that's part of it. But like, clearly, there's something deeper with him that's an issue. Like, he has anger management issues. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Like he can't just like be better about it. Like you need to help him be better about it. For sure. And that's one thing, like by the end of it, when he kind of he did like turn his attitude around a bit at mm-hmm. the end where he was becoming more of a team guy. And he was telling the coach Mosley, like, I just needed somebody to not give up on me. And I was sitting there like, yeah, dang, man. like this is why I'm not in that job. Cause I don't mm-hmm. I don't know it's... if I got the patience to mm-hmm. and that's what's the main thing about it. Like even the assistant coaches, like you they put in so much time and work just off the court and on the court with these cats like yeah. that goes no that's money. all levels bro like no money yeah none none no like like dog every single level you catch that like when me and isaiah was coaching like we was over there coaching those Who's kids and from the uh, to the elements podcast, podcast. Bad, <laughs> there you go, boss. but um when me and him was coaching basketball it's kind of the same thing we was down there helping these kids and they had some crazy talent we came in, I believe, second, second, or we won the conference, but then we came in second in the tournament, I think, second or third. Mm-hmm. And, <clears throat> but these kids had crazy talent, but there was one kid that, I mean, the dude was, he was like, Joe, the most talented cat on our team, easy money, like mm-hmm. easily. And he had like schools wanted to look at him, but they knew about his attitude. Like he was the one to go to Vince to the hoop for them or stuff like that, like uh, Hamilton. But his attitude was, uh, issue and people knew about it so that mm-hmm. kind of killed his rep and stuff like that and then eventually he didn't even finish the season with us because we're like bro your your gravitas is just killing the team vibe and that's i dang there want to say mosley wanted to get to that point but he allowed him to kind of step away and mm-hmm. he's like look that's how he is let him go ahead and yell at the locker for a minute <laughs> punch the sink and then somebody will holler at him for a hot second and then he'll come back and he'll be fine yeah that's a lot 
Yeah, it and is. that's it helps to have them different coaches. Like it was uh, what's his name? Like was it Ken? Coach Rob. Coach Ken. Coach Ken. Uh, Coach, Ken. Mm-hmm. Coach Ken. Yeah, and the world who came mm-hmm. in there like when he was about to really lose, and he was like just talking to him like, "Look, dude." Yeah, they don't do that. <laughs> like, don't like you ain't listening to what I'm saying right now. Just just hold on for a second and come back around. Like having those different voices help, which is why mm-hmm. uh, what's the point guard? Deshaun. Yeah, Deshaun Highland. Yeah. And he was like, Deshaun. <laughs> Where he's like, uh, you need to have a voice too that's also like on the team level. Like it's important to have that level. And mm-hmm. talking about therapy, that young man needed yeah. it too. Yeah, because for sure. dealing with your dad's death and then a year later, your mom passes away from cancer, who you were yeah. really, really close to. And then you are left the house and now you have to be an adult out of like just like a flip of the switch. Like yeah. <clears throat> you are an adult <laughs> and deal with it. And they say he just came back to hoop. Like yeah. very shortly thereafter, which I get can be an escape, but at the same time, it's like he has some things he needs to deal with. You know, him losing that scholarship because of the AD change was a humongous. Like when he when he was telling the story about that, he had what was he at Oklahoma State? UTEP. UTEP. Not even close, right? <laughs> <laughs> so when he, was, when he did it as a walk-on, he bust his ass because they was going to offer him. They didn't offer him because they didn't have enough. He said he was going to do it as a walk-on. They ended up trying to offer him a scholarship, but they ended up changing the whole front office from the mm-hmm. AD to the coaches and everything. So everybody that wanted him to actually play for the school wasn't there no more. And the AD was like, yeah, nah, we ain't finna give you the scholarship even though they signed off on it. So now his whole life is flipped upside down instantly. Yeah. Like, what am I finna do, bro? Like, I worked my ass off to get here with no money, used all my money to get here. Mm-hmm. My time, my effort, my sweat, my blood, and I made it. You told me I was good to tell me yeah, no, nah, this ain't gonna work out. Find somewhere else. <coughs> out the blue. That's a lot. <laughs> That's yeah. a lot to deal uh, with, bro. It's, yeah, it's one of those corrupt uh, organizations. Like, it's just, it, it does not benefit the student athlete for the most part. Like, yeah. it comes out of dollars and cents, and it's not, it's, it's just not fair. Like, the fact that somebody can promise you something, you know, like their kids when mm-hmm. it's, you know, like they, they shouldn't get paid, and, mm-hmm. you know, they're, we're doing this for their, the betterment of their future, but like mm-hmm. their employees, when it comes down to like monetary decisions, it's like, well, we can't, we, we ain't got the dollars for it, or you know, we need to spend this money elsewhere, or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's why Coach Mosey is like a really big part of, I guess you want to say the process, because you need the program the, too. Yeah, well, I'm just speaking in general for like lost play, like players who are lo- who feel like they're lost, but like players, individuals, like. Coaches like Coach Mosley are important in that stepping stone to get people kind of back. Because they're not as, not only are they still trying to hone their basketball ability, but they're kind of rebuilding folks at the same time. That's why that's why I brought up the program because mm-hmm. it's like without Coach Mosley, like Eli isn't Eli. Like mm-hmm. one, he has that personal connection because he used to hoop for Eli when he was younger, which was interesting. Like, oh, okay, like you was one of the coldest, yeah. <laughs> the coldest, the coldest. <laughs> <laughs> with Eli back in the day. And now you came back. Like he actually looks at it as a mission. Like there's not many JUCO coaches where it's like, no, this actually is perfect for me. I'm able to minister. <clears throat> I'm able to be with my family. I don't mm-hmm. have aspirations of coaching elsewhere because this allows me to be home and also allows me to help people. Like this mm-hmm. is my calling. This is my like. I was like, he really means that. Yeah. Like he really means that. Like he could have probably had other coaching. Like he mentioned, I had other offers, but I'm choosing to be here, and that's that's commendable. Like he's an interesting coach. Like what did you think of him as a coach? 
He got Tourette's, bro. <laughs> <That's bad. laughs> he didn't cuss. He didn't, but he amped himself. Dog on, so gone every it, now man. and then he hit <laughs> niggas. Every now and then, because he get that angry. Uh, yeah, he was listening. He said nigga in hell. Like I, I don't know. Yeah. Like I don't know where the line is for yeah, what's what cuss word and what isn't. But hey, nigga, nigga float. Hey, as somebody who don't cuss out, nigga float. You, you, you I got plenty of like, niggas in this, and we don't have to get into it now. But I just don't understand like why you know like certain words are bad, but the other. But if you replace it in the same context with a different word, it's not bad. Like mm-hmm. it means the same thing. Hey, words mean things functionally. Like yeah, that's why. So you can communicate without saying those words. Exactly. That's how I feel about it. Like I don't have to say the words. I can get my point across using other words. So. But you are. I mean, you feel like you essentially like it's the same thing. If you you know like I don't know. So yeah, if you understand what I'm saying, then why it's a mental jujitsu. Like, <laughs> hey, putting the Most cuss definitely. word in there just puts a pizzazz on what I'm trying to say. Or like you know, on it, put some flair. Yeah, you know, just put some commentary. Hey, you know, some all caps on that shit. <laughs> <laughs> but, but if you're screaming at me, you stupid uh, blood sucker, it's like, I, I'm still taking offense to that. Like, <laughs> whether you, you, know, you, know, you I, I'm just like, I don't remember what word, it was some word that he used and the dudes on the sideline was like, he wanted to call him a nigga. Like, <laughs> like it's the same thing. Like, you just used a different word. I'm still taking offense because that's what you meant. You son of a biscuit eating bulldog. <laughs> like when Hulk Hogan used brother, like, I know what you mean. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> No, it's uh, watch yeah, your they, mouth. They, watch they, your mouth. <laughs> it was actually really, it was really good for uh, me to actually watch him because, like I said, him and Coach, Coach Mosley and Coach Rob, even though he's preaching to the boys, and like I said, he had felt like he had Tourette's at times because he would just amp himself up into something. Like yeah, just, he was just talking that himself. one prayer, and he just ended it. He's like, "Get out of here, spirit! Get out yeah. of my locker room!" <laughs> yeah, we're there like spirit of selfishness. <sighs> I was like, "Hey, I fucked with it. I, hey, because I, I got it. I, uh, I hey. got it." Malik had me cracking up. That dude was sitting. He was sitting like he caught the spirit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, boy. Like I, the way that the team kind of reacted to him, like when he would like really go off, like that. In the, I think it was the first episode. He like ran up the wall and like tried to block it. Like, I wonder how much of that. Like, I'm sure that like he's like that, but I wonder if it's like wrestling where he turned up for the cameras a little bit, like. He kind of amped it up a little bit because sometimes we're like just that. like, dude, calm down. Like, <laughs> it seemed like it was like, him based on how they reacted to it. Right, that, I mean, but like there was some like when he shut, I think it was like right before the playoffs where he shut like right. practice down early and, and like the sh- dudes was just like, <laughs> and they just laughed. It was like, they didn't, like it wasn't, it was just like, dude just wanted to get out. Believe coach, they did not he just wanted to get out of practice early. And then mm-hmm. he said it the next day, like, yeah, I, I was done <laughs> anyway. Like, I just felt like that was a good way to end it. Like, <laughs> but he got his point across still. He still got his point across. Because they showed him the way he thought so. Yeah, it's like they didn't believe him. They tried to walk back out with other boys. Like, Give me that ball, yo! No, you don't shoot nothing. Ain't shoot nothing. My man was like, "Damn!" I was like, "It's like when Diddy closed the studio. You just you." That's exactly what I thought about. Right now. Like, Damn! No, no, no! Go home. It's just like that. Smacking the wall. It's just like that. Well, you know, it it is just like that. Like you go. I like, but damn, bro! Like, he start amping himself up more. Just start yelling. Yeah. Just start following me, bro. Like, yelling. Oh, here <laughs> like, he come! I, I definitely been alive. Like, here he come, bro. Who was your favorite player? player out of oh, before we move on to play, like okay. to Camille's coach uh, point about like the different vo- voices of the coaches. Like, I felt like that was kind of like his weak spot, where like he didn't. He only had like one one method like it was just scream at him like push grind mm-hmm. grind grind it's like some people respond to that some people don't so it's like yeah. you know you trying to grind the fuck out of Malik like he doesn't respond to that type of stuff like he shut down like when you go after him and he tried to like talk back and it's like 
sometimes you got to like some people you got to like nudge a little bit. Some people you got to smack on the ass. Some people you got to kick in the ass. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it just felt like he only grinded, and it's like that wears down. I wonder if that was like part of the reason why he struggled in the playoffs because it's like by the end of the year, like he was emotionally spent. Like he was just like. Mm-hmm. Tired of like when there is a time where like people just gotta like fight through and like be perfect and all that stuff like if they've heard the same message for nine months it's like you just start tuning people out at a certain point so like i wonder mm-hmm. if he needs to kind of fix i think we lost camille but i wonder if at a point like he kind of needs to <laughs> figure out like okay which players responded to what things and at what times <laughs> i mean i feel like he, he kind of and maybe because him and Deshaun's relationship is a little different than the rest of the players because he promised his mom that he would take care of. So Plus, I think he I, sees a lot of himself in Deshaun. Like, I think that that was probably. the difference there. But, I mean, it seems like he was able to kind of flip the switch with him because he knew his personality and stuff like that. Like, he'll still come over and talk to him to the side, like, hey, listen, I need you. Stop being – just stop being that way. Don't be the asshole to everybody. <laughs> just go by the guys. Tell them what you need. Like, talk to them. I need you to be that voice. Well, yeah, but someone's so like, I'm not talking about him. I'm talking about you. Mm-hmm. The way you do it is different the way than he do it. And, you and I wonder have- if, like, that is – like, that little bit that you just said, like, I wonder if that's, like, the crux of, like, why it's so difficult to coach on a junior college level because – the end of the day like everybody is there to go somewhere else like mm-hmm. this isn't the ending point for anybody like nobody wants to just be you know do their two years at juco and it's like okay my basketball career is over like this is not the end point for anybody so like mm-hmm. there is that level of selfishness that everybody has to have because you need to be looking out for yourself but like trying to get them to buy into a team kind of thing because like everybody like whenever anybody got frustrated on the show it felt like it was like i'm you know like i'm not doing wrong like everybody else is doing wrong it's like trying to get them to learn like as a collective, like you need, like if everybody's trying to get to where they need to go, like we got to be pulling in the same direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's even like uh, I forget who it was when he was like, "It's not my fault." Like the, it was a bad pass. Like, well, everybody else mm-hmm. run, but you. Yep. Yeah. Like everybody else running because it ain't his fault. It was Malik. Yeah. I was Malik. Malik. Mm-hmm. And then he was in there. KJ ain't do like, nothing wrong. That kid was just <laughs> <laughs> like, phenomenal, bro. <laughs> KJ just had bad grades. That's the only yeah. reason he was there, but. To Ken's point, you were some of my favorite. Who was your favorite player? Why don't you start with your with your fave? Uh, Muhammad. Oh, Malik. Like Malik. Yeah. yeah, I like Malik a lot. Cause I was like, dog, he man, if he would have just like focused a little bit more, I see the potential, just got that bro. dogged man, dude to be cold. Like that that rangy, athletic, big throwing yeah. shit off the backboard, exactly. like changing. The defense in the game. <laughs> yeah, he, no he had no hands. <laughs> like, bro. Zero like, hands. Bro. He caught he caught his fair share of lobs though. He had his fair share of lobs yeah. or putbacks. I was like, put put KJ was the one going up for it. Yeah, KJ, KJ all vert, just damn it. I'm like, I'm like, dog, this is how you giving it up. He <laughs> <laughs> was like the first episode. I was like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> right. I was so you like, could just tell like <laughs> athletically, he was on a different level from everybody else. Just yeah. a monster. Yeah. They, they just dunk on him. Rest of the game, he just he's like, <laughs> he's just like, like say less. <laughs> yeah, okay. Say like, damn, well, yeah, my nigga, just dunk on him then. <laughs> like I was Rest trying to game. show finesse, but if that's what you asking me to do, I can <laughs> I can deliver on that. I think mine was actually Deshaun. Um, Deshaun. Deshaun. The 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 story. I just couldn't like his story was just so yeah interesting. Where I'm like, this kid like to lose both of your parents. One, yeah. and then he had the whole race thing where he was like, I didn't even know exactly who I was mm-hmm. exactly. Cause it's like, my mom was this white woman, but like my dad was black, but I'm around other black people, like trying to find who he was. And that was interesting to me. And then the whole girlfriend dynamic where 
I forget. It was the coach who came to scout him. And I was like, well, you think he'll be all right? And Mark Madsen, actually, like from the Lakers. Yeah, he's like, you oh, think he'd okay. be all right? Like, you know, when, when, you know, there's no women up there. And the coach was like, nah, he's faithful to his girl. And the coach was like, is he really, though? And he's like, no, like, yeah. I mean, it's a valid question. <laughs> it's a valid question. No, like, it is uh, a valid question. It is, yeah. <laughs> like, being that young and you about to get put in a situation where you're, like, big man on campus. It's a lot of different attention that comes at you. Like, again, I went to Marquette. I saw what the basketball players got thrown at them. And even the bench warmers. It was just the fact that like, they were <laughs> You got the warm-up the on. <laughs> Like you got the national it. spotlight. So it's like, like, hey. Yeah, they <laughs> have a catcher's mitt ready. I'm, right. Listen. On the I Velcro some, mitt. <laughs> all, I ain't dropping none of these. Sick and ready. <laughs> got another one. <laughs> but Deshaun really was sitting there like, no, nah, I'm good on that. Like, mm. he, like, his trauma made him be built a little bit differently in that situation, which was so fascinating to me. And then seeing yeah. this game and when they pointed out that as a shooting guard, when your shot is off, like it, like you question who you are. And I was thinking like, I hope this does not trigger him because he's already dealing with his off court stuff that he hasn't ever really dealt with. And now mm. the thing that he comes to for his like sanity on court isn't working out right now. Mm. Like, please do not snap Deshaun. And he had his moments where he came close, yeah. but he never all the way boiled over. And I was just like, I need, I hope this kid makes it. Like I was, I hope this kid mm. makes it. He'll cuss the coach out quick. Don't give a fuck. And a ref. <laughs> yeah. Okay, bro. Okay, bro. Oh, Ash nigga, man, who you talking to? I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with him? Like, bro, you cannot say that to the ref. Why are you talking to the coach like this? Hey, he'll be all right. He'll be all right. I'm like, duh, you. Woo, you <laughs> There's a certain level of uh, lack of in- impulse control, like, with a lot of them. It was just like. Oh, yeah. There's a time and place for everything. Like y'all, y'all need yeah, to. Like you really couldn't help that in at all, bro. Like none. And for some people, no. For some people, they really don't have that much control. Like not on the Tourette's thing, but more so like some people just don't have the ability to compose themselves in a situation where they are either in high stress or just having big issues. Like mm-hmm. they explode, and that's the only way they know how to react to it is by in the moment. Let me just react in the moment. So he's, he's with more because he has his priorities. It seems like he has his priorities straight because he like he's dealt with so much. Mm-hmm. He, that's why he's so faithful to his girl. Like, like I can't lose her. I lost everybody else. Like yeah. she's not going nowhere. Anything I do and my come up is going to be with her because literally she's all I got left. Mm-hmm. So I can see that. I can understand that. And seems like I said, it seems like he got his his priorities more in order. So I'm hoping that with maturity comes more clarity and he'll be straight. Who was your favorite player, Tim? Um, honestly, it was between Malik and Joe. I was gonna say on court, I feel like Joe's game was something that you'd appreciate. Joe was Joe was really nice, man. Like the pro post moves, he did lie a lot about the fouls, but (laughs) he did. He did. I mean, he pushed me. I'm like, bro, Malik literally (laughs) went burnt, bro. I rewound it just to see. I just hit rewind real quick. Let me find out if he touched him. Like, no, bro, he went straight up. Do that bitch. You came back down. You caught it. He threw that bitch again. Hey, bro, you see, push me away. He didn't push you, bro. <laughs> like, like he was one of the cats where he was making excuses when it didn't fall. Like, nah, yeah. nah. But I also like, like, just him as a person because I could see my brother in him too. Okay. So I was like, he, even though he's had his own personal demons and he's dealt with his things and a lot of his issues are himself, I could see that at the same time he wants to genuinely be a good dude. 
Like it's mm-hmm. not he like he wants to be an asshole constantly. Like, he he's trying to work on himself, but he you can tell he wants to be a better person. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's gonna okay. take a lot. It's gonna take a minute for him to get there. So that's why yeah. I kind of I was I'll say Joe. I'll say okay. Joe. See, one of the things that I was like most not intrigued but shocked me so much is that like they literally like had to get it like from the mud. Like when it was like what three of them was living in a one bedroom. Like cats like was out here like yeah. struggling, struggling, and still trying to, you know, still doing schoolwork, still trying to hoop so they can go to another level. Mm-hmm. And like I couldn't even imagine having like like all that stress on top of everything else you deal with in life too. That's just one like, school. But yeah. yeah. Just to bring it locally, like right, yeah. like just to bring it locally, like think of it as uh, MATC, like right. Yeah. Like yeah. it's not there's no dorms, there's no meal yeah, plan. Like, yeah. It's literally like we have a school for you, y'all. Mm-hmm. How whatever else you got to do, figure it out. Like, hey, and they had a different just... level, right? They had a different <laughs> level of handholding because, like, they have advisors and they have all these things that are like kind of set up to really help them. But mm-hmm. at the same time, like all that stuff outside of school, like, yeah, you know, figure it out. Yeah, that's, that's like yeah. Uh, when they said. I think it was one of the earlier episodes where I think it was Coach Mosley talking, and he was like, you know, most kids have multiple doors, you know, that they can go through. So the type of thing is with the, like these kids, like. If they only have one door mm. and if they make a mistake then that one door is closed so now mm. what are the options that they have to to get somewhere new and i was like that's very like it's very true yeah. e who was your favorite uh player didn't really gravitate to any of the kids <laughs> <laughs> so to be honest like, i guess kj uh I was, I knew I was he was, like, he was chill KJ. like i mean you know like i can get it like his was kind of like a lack uh, i don't want to say aptitude but like it was just like he struggled with school and yeah. that's why he's there. Like it wasn't because of like anything that he did poorly or poor decision-making or, I mean, like Deshaun wasn't either, although he kind of had anger management issues, but understandably, but yeah, still. Um, so yeah, I guess KJ, my favorite character, I guess was coach Rob. Like, coach yeah. Rob was although he, he, like every time I saw him, like it took like two or three episodes, but I was like, that's key and peel. Like, <laughs> he looked like, <laughs> he looked like yeah. key and peel. He, he actually reminds me of uh like my stepdad side he reminds me of them them folks but uh no he was like i'm cool. glad that they finally explained like his story because like it was on an earlier episode and he had the bmw i'm like yeah either you slang nice something or you got a whole backstory but like yeah so it was a backstory like right <laughs> it, <laughs> It was kind of messed up though, and it was kind of similar to Deshaun's story, where it's kind of like mm-hmm. you know you get caught in a wash, like something happens above your head, and like you are the one that bears the brunt of, you know, the repercussions from it, mm-hmm. and then right. you kind of left scrambling. And that's the same thing, like uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, Coach Ken and his story about how he became paralyzed when they finally mm-hmm. explained how he oh, ended yeah. up in that wheelchair. Yeah. Like you just playing it around. Is bad that I just assumed he got shot? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, that's typically the story. Like, you see a black dude that's paralyzed. It's like, oh, you must have got shot. Yeah. And, and it was nothing like that at all. No, like, yeah. He was it's wrestling. He was a hooper hooper wrestling with his teammate who happened to be a big dude. He got landed on wrong, paralyzed. Like, could you like, a, like, like, we all have wrestled mm-hmm. <laughs> at yeah, some exactly. point. No matter even if like, I've seen Camille get put in the finger four. Man, listen. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not a like, euphemism. Like I literally saw her put it in the finger like, four. Literally. 
But I was gonna put in one the other week. Like I was like, please no, stop. <laughs> <laughs> I tap, I tap. I tap. <laughs> but like that's like that's wild. And to see his journey of finding basketball again through a new lens was was really cool. And how he's like a top-notch recruiter because he just has relationships, like he's just a people person in that way, yeah. which I was like, I'm, I'm glad to see that that wasn't the end of the road for him. And he actually decided to like mm-hmm. move past that and do something with it. Family too. Shout out to them too. Cause that's a, it's a nice, uh, that's a healthy task to take on when you have to care for one. And then he's as active as he is. Mm-hmm. Like, he always at games. Game. Like you saw him at high school games. You saw him on the blacktop. Like obviously yeah. he's at all games. of the <laughs> ELAC games. Like everywhere. Man gets around. And then right. at the last second, coach was like, yeah, oh, damn, I ain't even think about recruiting all year. Oh, yeah, by the way, we got, like, these five prospects coming in. They the coldest motherfuckers in, in the uh, Juco. And the old boy off the street, I seen him in the and one mixtape tour. They brought that shit back just for my mans because he that cold, bro. He coming in next year, too. But, hey, my man's got wild. He got hot. <laughs> he got hot. <laughs> so you may need to, you know, a couple straight jacks, some, some something, bro. But he cold. <laughs> one thing that was interesting too because i was just watching this as tv like just as content like i wasn't necessarily thinking of timelines so mm-hmm. when kobe died in the documentary i was like oh shoot this is last year yeah and for some reason when i heard that it still didn't, didn't. like click <laughs> to mm-hmm. me to be like oh COVID yeah. is coming like yeah. i was just watching yeah. it like oh, that's, until it happened just, and shit. i was like wait damn when, oh, they, oh. Oh. <laughs> Man, when like, they got to the end I, I didn't think about it until yeah. it got brought up. And then I was like, they better not. COVID yeah. better not. <laughs> yeah. When they announced the Big Ten ones, I was like, yeah, they not going to make it, bro. I was like, because that's when everybody starts shutting down. When the college sport, like the NBA shut down, then the college sports, the, they canceled the tournament. I'm like, yeah, that's not going to make it, boss. No. So I got two yeah. points with that before we get to the COVID part. I want to go back to Kobe real quick because mm-hmm. when Kobe's death happened, we had to, you know, react to it in our own way. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. our actual Kobe episode, might be one of my favorite episodes that we've ever done because it wasn't really like we didn't have a rundown really like we had an idea of what we wanted to do but we didn't it was just like we are working through this in live time and mm-hmm. we're older than them like yeah. to think about how his death affected the younger dudes who like are hooping like I didn't think about that lens as much where it's like this is their like AI. holy grail of yeah. basketball like one of them even said like he's been here our entire lives. Like yeah. these are 19 yeah. year old kids that and he played 20 years in the league. Like it's, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it, literally, they've yeah. literally <laughs> only known a world with Kobe Bryant yeah, and being a superstar yeah. and they're basketball players. Like the Brown babies. Yeah. Right. It hits different. And I was like, that's something I need to like keep in mind when even having debates with certain people. Cause it's like, you are your, your frame of reference is just a little bit different mm-hmm. than what mine is as somebody who's in their early thirties, who got to see, some other people, but like Kobe's influence and impact, just seeing it again was like, especially yeah, in that, LA. Yeah, like, let like legend, like legend. And I don't know how that didn't trigger in my head to be like Camille. They probably wouldn't be able to actually finish because yeah. COVID is coming. Yeah, like Kobe's death is like the probably. watershed before mm-hmm. COVID. Mm-hmm. I think probably because we don't know the time frame of Juco college tournament. So maybe they didn't think like, oh, the tournament week, they keep, because the time frame they kept telling us, oh, yeah, we know we're like two games into the tournament. So we're right there. We're right mm-hmm. there. Like, was, like I should have known. <laughs> like for me, it was like myself. trying to, trying to figure out the timeline. Cause like I always do that whenever I'm watching something that obviously like happened in the past. Like I'm trying to figure out when exactly it was. And like I saw somebody wearing like Giannis' shoes. I'm like, 
So that was like the first thing, but I was still like, oh, maybe it was the season before. Like maybe they got him at like the tail end. But like that was the first thing where I was like, mm. and then the Kobe thing, I was like, oh. <laughs> like then I, my mind went to Kobe. I was like, oh yeah, no, they're not finishing this season. So you caught it early. Like you were yeah, like, I did. Like the warning, like the first warning sign. Was, and again, it's issues. So like obviously I'm having a little bit, but I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't think those were out yet. See, I saw them and I was just like, okay, yeah, this is, but I didn't even think like, <laughs> <laughs> like when they came out, what this mean? It wasn't until I saw the Kobe thing and I was like, oh, wait. Yeah. And even to that point, like a, a slight tangent, but like with shoes, like all of them had like, shoot like i'm just thinking about like how much money like they have to come out of pocket and it's like they're not getting scholarships so like this has to be coming out of pocket right mm-hmm. and then like when dude cut his finger it's like they don't have a trainer like you guys gotta take Crazy. this shit up and figure it out you know and, like mm-hmm. it's just like the level to which they're like really and that's a testament to coach mosley but like how they're just like really you know holding this thing together on the women of prayer essentially like they had you know, their warm ups, I was like, those are clean. Like, but again, like buying clothes for to get them yeah. 12 to 15 people plus, you know, support staff. Like, shout out to the team manager, too. Like, that kid, <laughs> like, you know, got to be there. And he don't even have like the, I mean, team managers in general, but it's like, you a mm-hmm. team manager for a community college. Like, yeah. Resume builder for him, maybe. <laughs> like, hey, listen, I was here, bro. I was, manager in, I was manager in high school for the boys varsity team and you like it's it's very unglamorous work so to do that at a juco level like it's like you just love being around the game and you mm-hmm. just you just trying to soak that up in any way you can like it's opportunity so you like I'm gonna take it like I'm mm-hmm. I'm here it I'm was actually that. pretty fun doing it because I, I wasn't a team manager but I was like the at the assistant at for our athletic director my senior year of high school so like her son was trying to go to the brewers uh like he was like a prospect to be drafted so she, she was giving me a hot behind the scenes looking how like the draft process was for players coming out of high school because of her son and stuff like that but i also was involved in all the other team sports where did you go oh it's madison but the athletic director's son he was somewhere else but yeah it was it was actually pretty cool like seeing how the ad does their job and it kind of sucks to go back to Last chance you that the AD decided to cut the funds for the athletic. For granted, that's one of the first things that they usually cut, anyways, is the athletics and after school yeah. things and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But <clears throat> your, your men's basketball team has been immaculate, but you know, I guess yeah, but, I mean, academics should should come first, really. Should rain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even and then it has the whole argument like, but athletics can work in concert to help boost your. Yeah, but yeah. it seems like they they weren't investing in that cause at like, all. Again, <laughs> like you have paying students to come to the game right. down there, like, like please. They do come have to, to offer end. extra credit for people to come to games. Like you can throw a pie in my face. Pie in the face. <laughs> nah, I, I got plans. What you doing? Uh, I got plans. I'm like, you ain't you ain't doing shit. You should have came to the damn. His place. plans was going home and playing the game. He was like, I'd rather do that than <laughs> sit here at this Eli game, but. They making their way. The whole thing with Coach Mosley is like, I've never been able to win the big game. And they drove that into your head the whole mm-hmm. series. So for them to be like, they went on that crazy win streak. Mm. They get to the playoffs and you can see they finally start clicking. They had that little retreat thing in the woods. Oh, they had yeah. to know each other better and do the skits and mm-hmm. all that stuff. And that was one time where I felt Coach Mosley's like, like religious message actually was like, it it actually hit them in that moment like that one yeah it was received in that one because normally they would be like man this dude just talking but the one time he's not yelling Mm -hmm. (laughs) and screaming 
and they're actually they were out in nature which i think the nature probably helped just being yeah. somewhere different and not having or internet access like you you don't have a distraction yeah. like you're literally locked in like you and nature and whoever you were around <laughs> had them little rocks and i was like okay i see y'all team building y'all getting to the next level <laughs> and i think you might have cut out at this point camille but like that was to my point earlier where i was saying he kind of needed a different mm-hmm. pitch essentially like he needed to kind of modulate like don't just always be grinding all the time like take a step back like really do like the team building like because like that's what i was thinking of is like you need like they were saying like the only day off they get is christmas like so he has yeah. them practicing weights wh- whatever every day for the entire season it's like sometimes like a day off does help like i get mm-hmm. that you're a little bit behind physically but like giving people time to like even coming back like the day after kobe dies like he's like screaming his head off and it's like these kids are traumatized. Yeah, like, exactly. you know I mean? like, I'm not saying necessarily take it easy on them, but also like understand where they're coming from. Like maybe recognize that their head isn't in it and it's for a legitimate reason. It's not just, I mean, like granted, I think that they all had a lot of stuff going on outside of school. So like it probably was legitimate, even if their head wasn't in it earlier, mm-hmm. but like it's clear in your face, like why they may be a little bit lethargic through this, pro- through this practice. It reminded me a little bit of hearing the reports after Jason Kidd left the Bucks, where it's like he was able to ride Giannis because like Giannis responded well to that type of coaching. Like you can yell, yell at me, do what you say, what you need to. Like I'm hearing you, and I'm going to be better. He tried to do that with Jabari Parker, and Jabari was like, like who, who like who do you think you're talking to? Like, <laughs> like different people respond to different things differently. Like you can't. The time of good coach is knowing how far you can press each of your individual players. You need to know yeah. their lines and treat them a little bit different. Like you need to coach everybody for sure, mm-hmm. or everybody accountable, but you got to get to them in different ways. Yeah, but well, I also look at it as he knows they're only there for one reason. One reason only is to get up out of there. Yeah. So mm-hmm. when they may not have any off days, but he's making sure that they're productive with the days that he does have them doing something. Either it's going to be school mm-hmm. or or basketball or whatever you need to do to use them tools to get up out of here. He don't want you to waste a minute trying to figure like doing other yeah. things. And but like, there's I a point, there's a point of diminishing returns. Like if you just like ride, 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 like, yes, you're pushing them. But at the same time, like if they're not mentally like in it, like they're not receiving your message at a certain point. And that's probably like, part of all break. he knows too. Like, like that's probably like for coach Mosley, like, like to him, that's probably like, this is the best I can do here with mm-hmm. this. It reminded me more of like a military style type of boot camp type of thing where it's like, Mm-hmm. I'm on you, but it's for, uh, you know why I am. Like, mm-hmm. just trust that I'm doing this from a place of love, okay? Like, I, I'm missing my family, too. But that's also day. what abusers say, so it's kind of like, you know, like... <laughs> that's people true. who care about you a lot say it, too, so it's kind of... No, kinda, I, I'm not... I didn't... I wasn't discounting it. I'm just saying, like, at the same time, you can say, like, trust me, and I have your best interest at heart, but it's like, other people say that for nefarious reasons, so... Like, it's not just as easy as I'm looking out for you. Mm-hmm. but it seemed like those players actually did trust coach Mosley which is a good thing because based on what we saw it seems like he truly did uh, mm-hmm. have their best interest at heart but when they finally got to the part I'm not sure if you actually saw it Eric where they start talking about COVID coming and they're like oh well you know oh I was like no, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know. It's about <laughs> it's like, 
Like, oh, it's probably gonna be a couple days. We be cool. Like, uh-huh. no, yeah, like, no, ain't no days, bro. Been a fucking year. <laughs> it's like, oh, probably a couple weeks. You know, we'd be all right. I'm like, no, we're still not all right. <laughs> we're still no, not. I didn't get to that point, but like, there was a time like after Kobe passed, and like, I would still see them like just touching each other. I'm like. We got because like there was a point where like Mosley was giving a speech and like behind them there was a screen that said February twenty eighth. I'm like, y'all should be starting to like do some deeper cleaning. Like there should be a little bit more. Nope. Like we knew about social distancing at that point. Like they were just telling them wash their hands and he yeah. like, hey, listen, make sure y'all continue to wash your hands. It wasn't even sanitize it. Just wash your hands. Don't wash be touching each other's faces. We touch the ball, but you know, just make sure you keep washing your hands. I'm like. Coach Rob got the sanitizer already. He's on the sidelines, like yeah. He's still over there, bro. Yeah. Like they were in that little last office with like the the academic advisor or whatever. I'm like, Mm -hmm. they are like two feet. Like I can't even imagine being that close to anybody at this point. Like y'all two (laughs) feet away from each other. Like he leaning all over her desk. Like (laughs) yeah, man. I was I was. Like Coach Rob has said something like, you know, he's like, man, it's looking crazy right now. And we might not even be able to be back out here until like May. And I was like, May of what yeah. year? I was like, no, like, exactly. no next year. <laughs> 2022. Next year, for sure. Right. Like, this might be on. a good like uh next tech file cinema, but like uh the day sports stood still or yeah, something I like that on it. HBO Max. Yeah. Like that's a good oh, really one. Yeah, it's really good. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't I didn't watch it. I was like, that's that's still too recent. I'm all, I'm <laughs> I'm a little traumatized still. So just, <laughs> it was good though. Yeah. Just wait on now. But like they didn't even get, they were the last to get word that their stuff was actually canceled, which mm-hmm. was crazy because like they even loaded up. They're like, we don't know what's about to happen. Yeah, so they got on the bus, bus. On, on the bus, bus. waiting. <laughs> like that's what I heard more. Like yo, I'm beat. Off. Yeah. <laughs> it's about to pull off. Like the players were reading, like, are we gonna be playing? And they're like, well, they ain't canceled our stuff yet. So they might have been thinking, like, maybe because we JUCO, like, you mm-hmm. know, we're gonna be able to get this. They ain't gonna be that many people. Nope. Yeah. Man, seeing the reactions. It's, it's California. Like, yeah. They were getting shut down. Reactions early. to like not being able to finish the mission, pretty much. Like, that's how I looked at it. Like, yeah. finish the mission mm-hmm. was like, and it's like, I know in my heart, like, they, they probably would have won. Like, this probably was the year. Yeah. And, it really is. Yeah. Infuriating. Why we gotta be down every half? <laughs> Why we gotta be losing every game to start the game off, bro? Why they they, they started every game. They started finishing stronger. Like they would still be lacking in the first half, but they wouldn't be losing by the end. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Why I gotta be pissed off the first half? So every game I'm supposed to go in knowing that y'all go piss me off the first half. Y'all fumbling <laughs> the damn ball, turning the ball over 17 times and shit. You pulling up from nowhere. I don't know where the hell you shot that shit from. You can't block a shot. You can't board. The second half was some y'all the all stars. Y'all just. They had that secret but stuff. You could tell by the end of the season, like they started getting to a point where it's like they had to start manufacturing that stuff for like the the document, not manufacturing it, but it was like they would show like a bunch of turnovers and then like they would cut to the score and it would be like they still love sixteen they, to they four, and it's yeah. like okay, like they struggling, but like they still blow people out, like or like you would find like a little rough patch in the second half, but then it'll still be like a twenty point game. Hey. Yeah. That white boy, number 33. Yo, like from, from Hondo. Like from, 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 from Hondo. Hondo. <laughs> he came up here. I was like, oh, okay, that's a nice three. Next thing he was Yo. like, oh, yeah, that's another three. I'm like, damn, another three? Fast break. Man. That's another three, motherfucker. Dunk. I'm like, okay, white boy. He was cooking, dude. We done with that. We done with that. came out like, hey. Uh-huh. That was 33 already. Hey, <laughs> right. 
It's too late to start talking crazy now. <laughs> hey, that 30 you had in the first half, that's over, fam. It's over. 30. Not anymore. I'm like, well, 30. <laughs> Like dog. Yeah, I was watching. I was like, "Yo, this white boy cooking, bro." <laughs> he was cooking, <laughs> throwing alley oops and shit. I was like, "Yeah, yeah. dude, doing behind the back pass." <laughs> I was like, "Damn, fast break, pull up, Coach Carter three. I'm like, "No, nah, bro, no." Nah. Coach Carter three. Like, I refuse <laughs> to believe that JUCO has like always been at this level of like athleticism and shooting and skill. You know, what I mean? like mm-hmm. you would think like the JUCO level is like a little bit a step down, but it's like. These dudes Everybody can are, shoot now. People can yeah. shoot. People yeah. can, you know, like throwing lives every which way. Like it, it kind of makes sense to me where it's like evolving. Basketball is very much so evolving, but like mm-hmm. think about some of the coldest, like just think of your own personal life and think about some of the coldest hoopers you knew. Yeah. Like the coldest hoopers that I knew did not do well at school. Like they just yeah. for whatever the reason was, like they would be like, like I'm I'm really just here to hoop. I don't really care about what else you mm. got going on. So it, to me, it kind of made sense. Like at this level, you're going to see a lot of dudes with raw talent who can just, you know, do stuff because, you know, they like weren't able to come up, to that can't come out the stands and drop 30, don't have yeah. to stretch. Like it's the naturally talented people that just get a couple yeah. shots the rest of their life. Yeah. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> like, damn, 10 for 10 for three, my guy? <laughs> 10 for 10. <laughs> <laughs> One thing that stood out to me too with this documentary was the music. Like yeah, I was yeah. like, like yeah. the music was was popping, and they had it a was. lot of uh, how do you, what I want to call it, like old music that ended up getting sampled at some point, and mm-hmm. they're mixed mm-hmm. in with like hip hop. Like yeah. when I heard "Everybody Loves the Sunshine," I was sitting there like, "My life, my life." My life. <laughs> I love it. That's my shit. <laughs> like that's even when they had uh the next episode, the, the song that was sampled the next episode, I think it's called "The Edge," and I was like, "Oh shoot!" Like okay, y'all. Okay, y'all got some cool in the gang. Y'all got some Isleys. <laughs> y'all got some yeah, got party life. Like the Isleys. Uh, mm, party life. Steps yeah. in the dark. I was like, okay. okay but <laughs> at the same time, Ice Cube had sampled it for today's a good day because we're at the KJ. So I was like, yeah. oh, fucked around and called a triple double. Double. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, are you we Isleys or we we Cube? Where we at? <laughs> they timed the music perfectly with yeah, whatever yeah. was happening in the scene. So like, even when they had that Kendrick drop, I was like, yes. Like I was, I was like, okay. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, Mr. Lamar, if you hear this, could, could we get a new album? I'm just, I'm gonna just say that damn was a long time ago, fam. It's still, it's still riding. <laughs> yeah. but I got, I got. <laughs> I, I like some new music, please. But yeah, I really enjoyed the music in this in this series too. But it was good. We told you you probably enjoyed Eric J. I enjoyed it more than I thought I was. Though. Did you? He didn't finish it, so I mean, I don't know if that's the one you want to talk to. I'm just saying, did you enjoy it? <laughs> I don't know, if that's I'm, I'm uh, I don't know, I don't know if now is the time to be taking a victory lap. I mean, I like, guess it's, it's fine for what it was. And Ken, you said you weren't. I'll really probably too... still finish it, like just because like, yeah. I like to finish the stuff that I start. But. Mm-hmm. And Ken, you said you weren't too excited about it going into it. Yeah, going into it, I was just like, I the only reason why I did watch is because we was doing this. But I wasn't going into it like, oh yeah, this is something I needed to watch. But then, like after like the second episode, I was I was like hooked. I was like, okay, like, <laughs> this shit is cracking right now. <laughs> so it just made me any, more intrigued. Just want to watch. Did you watch any of the uh, football seasons? No. Of Lance Shenshu? No. So this was watched, your first introduction uh, uh, to. Lance I watched Shenshu. the one where what did, didn't one of them uh, follow you or something? Bulch Brown. Oh, Bo- yeah. yeah. yeah Bo- was, like Bo- around Bo- that time, like when he was when he was stalking you or whatever. Okay. See. <laughs> 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 he went away. Ain't no Joe around here. He went away. 
See you, you making it bigger than what it was. You... I don't know. Man. He did slide in the DM. He was like, he slid in the DM. I mean, he slid in the DM. He sent a message. I don't know. <laughs> and look, hey. let's move on. <laughs> Yo, ma. <laughs> I appreciate the follow. I appreciate right. the follow. Hey, Thanks he for you. the follow, sweetie. Hey. Uh, <laughs> don't be a stranger. Beautiful. <laughs> we got to roll the L. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Okay. All right. So I watched all the last chance used before this one. So like when I heard it was going to be a basketball season. Mm-hmm. I was pretty excited because I was like, okay, like that's that's gonna be a nice change of pace. And it really was like the football mm-hmm. was real cool, but uh this was just it's a little different. Yeah, basketball's more intimate sport. Like they even brought that up. Like, have you like they're like, have you ever played playground basketball? You think you have to deal with because you have to focus on your game, but there's also somebody in your face, like probably talking about you or yeah. like trying to get you out of your game actively. And there's no helmets, like I mentioned before, no pads. There's no barrier between y'all. Like it's body on body. Like it's just a battle of will. So that's why when they said like basketball doesn't uh, build character, it reveals character. Mm-hmm. I was like, it's very, very, very true. And you'll keep fighting through it. You're just going to give up. Mm-hmm. Fuck this shit, I'm out. But it was also really cool to see that just about all of those sophomores on that team were able to like latch on somewhere else. So I was mm-hmm. I was pretty happy about that. I hope that when we get the next check in, like everything is cool. Like it didn't yeah. surprise me either that KJ ended up at USC. I'm like, yeah, that nigga has some <laughs> some big D one. I, I do I do worry about his position because he's like six five, but I didn't see any type of like perimeter game whatsoever. But and that's what he was working on. They mentioned the that. Yeah. Uh, like, so right at the end, him and his dad, he was like, yeah, so what are you working? He was like, you got to get a perimeter game, bro. He was like, we all know you can go in the paint. He was like, you ain't shoot a three. He was like, not a three. I think he shot one, maybe one all season. Mm-hmm. He was like, I was looking for the threes. I ain't see shit. I ain't see shit. He was like, man, I don't shit. Maybe one. He was like, so he was out there working on his three, like his little closing. Uh, mm-hmm. His little montage. Yeah. So he was out there and it was, working on yeah. his three and shit. That was kind of cool too because it was I forget which player it was but it was still COVID stuff and he was like hey sometimes you just gotta sneak on these courts fam Malik like, hey it was Malik. like you gotta hop a gate hey, you gotta do what you gotta <laughs> it ain't do open, to get it in. open. Like, you know what I mean I gotta work on my game I was like yeah. I, res- I respect that but it was it was it was a nice ending and mm-hmm. I hope that the next season because they didn't have a season like as mm-hmm. we we're talking like this 2021 20, season like 21. there was no JUCO ball so they should be coming back this upcoming year for the 21-22 season so but it gotta be a whole new team because like it the is. freshmen would have been mm-hmm. sophomores and yeah yeah i was Dang saying Malik went to uh central michigan mm-hmm. and he was uh i was looking at his stats he averaged like five points five rebounds a game this season i was like okay but they got him as a junior now on, on the team i was like yeah he did go to juco yeah <laughs> they all got some they got somewhere to go so i was i was happy to to see that for sure but yeah, if y'all haven't seen Last Chance U basketball, I would highly recommend it. It was just sure. a nice little binge watch. Like if you like basketball, if you have an interest in just human like interest stories, mm-hmm. like it checks some boxes. It checks some boxes for sure. It does. Do y'all have any closing thoughts on the on the series before we get up on out of here? Um, I enjoyed this more than the football one, honestly. Really? Mm-hmm. Like I said, it was for me. It was it was more intimate, but it was a little different. I think Isaiah said it best. We was talking about it that uh, they didn't focus on the bullshit. Mm-hmm. They more so focused on like the the actual people and the basketball, as opposed to 
he said he felt like the football was felt more so like okay the antics and shit kind of played a role into those too i was like i can see what you mean but no this one is just felt more intimate like the way uh and coach's faith playing a big part into like the way he viewed his team talked to his team ran the team in the program and stuff like that so mm-hmm. no i liked it a lot less players to, to learn too less people to learn the football rosters are huge yeah like to tim's point like i think it was funny like it was the one where he was like the spirit of selfishness, like that little prayer. I think it was funny that he's like, hey, close that door. And then he started praying, but it's like, <laughs> you on a show that's on Netflix, it's like, are you really trying to hide it? Like, I don't get it. Like, he prayed a lot often. And I appreciated that with him too. I was like, at least he's trying to, he's, he's, he's leading, he's trying to lead the best way he knows how. Mm-hmm. And that's all anybody like, can do. Yeah. Yeah. And he tried 110%, even. Like I know his his family probably felt it like his when he was sitting there trying to watch film and stuff like that when they were supposed to be having family time and stuff like that. Like I'm sure that's what I said. Shout out to the wives because they had they they got that's a lot of hours these dudes is putting in. So they just yeah. putting in the rest of the time with the family and like they ain't got to support him because he's gonna come back home with the work issues or maybe dejected or maybe he just exhausted. Mm-hmm. You exhausted too. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like shout out to them for being able to kind of keep everything together as well like you need you gotta have a strong supporting cash not just the coaches like the assistant coaches was key to coach mosley but his they family is key to them to be able to keep operating too so it was that's why i liked it a lot it was just a lot of cogs that was getting a lot of notice and attention and kind of like hey you're not here for no reason like you help with a lot of things in this program like the whole program from top to bottom so Mm -hmm. i enjoyed it like that just reminded me of that point where he like kind of lost it in the weight room and he's like man I'm, I'm missing my kids games like to be here for y'all like i'm you know like that that was the thing that resonated most with me it's like that's a real sacrifice like my kids have games that i would love to be able like i'm i took this job to be closer to my family so that i wouldn't miss this stuff but i'm still missing this stuff because i'm here with, with y'all. y'all after a game and y'all like pussyfooting around in the weight room like Call me a bitch. lift in and <laughs> so we can go no, let's home. Go. <laughs> yeah. Get this shit done. Let's go home. I got shit to do. Like this means way more to <clears throat> this is has way more of an effect on y'all lives going forward than it does on mine, but I'm the one making sacrifices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anybody else have any closing thoughts they want to get out on the show? No, man, go watch it. It was very enjoyable. Yes. Looking forward to see. I'm gonna be having to check Eli in the standings, you know, just every so often. Just pull, pull it up, see, see what's going on with him. So I hope they get another season. To be honest with you, like this upcoming season, I would love to have the cameras come back to see uh, what happens with their next season. Because football squad. schools, they got they got two, except for the fifth one, or the third school. They only got one season, but let them get two. Let's get let's get Coach Mosley two seasons. I want to see that squad that he got coming in, bro. My man said that's he, on that Zoom the, call. The coldest, bro, dog. <laughs> you got all kind of motherfuckers coming through, dog. I want to see it. But yeah, that's that's our little wrap up on Last Chance. You little tech file cinema bonus content for y'all. We hope y'all enjoyed it. As always, make sure that y'all check out the main show as well. Dropped every Wednesday on your favorite podcast platform. If you don't want to wait until Wednesday, you can always also catch the show live on Tuesdays Mm -hmm. via the Good News app, radio app. 
Uh, we're live there 6 through 8 p.m. Central Time. So if you're in a different time zone, you figure that out yourself. Do the little math, confuse, give in your head and catch us on there on Tuesdays. But make sure y'all tune in, subscribe, like, rate, review, all that good stuff that helps the show. And uh, yeah, we're going we gonna to leave it right there. If you want to catch me or wait, how do I start my, my outro? What, what I say? I'll give you a second. If y'all, if y'all, <laughs> if, if y'all see any bit of like sports content that you want to see us review, that you want to hear like our thoughts and stuff on, like, please just send it as a suggestion, like his yeah, sure. the socials that we're about to give, like, just let us know. Cause like we, we, I enjoy doing these things. Um, I do too. Even though I had to binge watch eight hours of <laughs> six and a half hours of fucking Netflix that content. Um, uh yeah no like for real citizen your suggestions uh movies tv shows uh whatever yeah i saw it was like the the anniversary of white man can't jump and i was like dang that's tech file cinema like we had that was a phone one so like yeah yeah, we definitely enjoy doing this but as mentioned socials if you want to follow me you can catch me wait a minute on twitter and instagram (coughs) at camille monet c-a-m-i-l-l-e-m-o-n-a-e because your mom is fancy thank you good sir at Bucks Bear on Twitter. That's all you get. God damn. <laughs> I forgot that I had to like talk again after my outro. So I started drinking my water and then I was like, oh shoot. Um, everyday underscore gentleman on, on Instagram. Uh, K Harris216 on Twitter and Snapchat. And it's your boy. T-I-M-K-I-N-Z, the number three, aka as catch him, aka Mr. Give It to Me. Say la vie. See y'all on Tuesday. We'll see y'all. We'll hear y'all. We'll be there. Be square. Meet us there. Don't beat me there. Beat me there. Right, Mosley turning up at the end. I'm just saying, right. (laughs) Coach Mosley. Y'all be on Tuesday. Every Tuesday. Every single one of them. Six to eight. (laughs) You got to repeat yourself. He was always repeating himself. Six to eight. Six to eight. Pass it out. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny because I can tell he was definitely like vamping for like, oh, what am I saying next? I just repeat it. Fuck it. Right. Like, <laughs> like it'll come eventually. It'll come. Close to the tag file. That's how you got to end our episode. Tuesday. Uh... <laughs> we need you to be Coach Mosley, too. Six to eight. Six to eight. Coach Mosley. Catch y'all later. <laughs>